Do you think Dorian Gray is related to Christian Gray? Probably. That would be a hesitation, yes. Dorian Gray is better than Christian Gray, so. Yeah. But, I mean, that's mean probably true as well. I mean, let's Christian, be... Christian Gray's family is not the best. No. That would have been a good plot twist, I think, in Fifty right. Shades of Grey. Turns Turn out that he's an immortal being. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or no, just like there's like a little himself. like throwaway line, just like, oh yeah, my great great grandfather, in fact, was the protagonist of an Oscar Wilde novel. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's it. You may that's, have heard of it. See, that would yeah. be the thing that would get her in to the bed. Like you just say, oh yeah, I'm related to a literal fictional romance novel person. It's well, more yeah, effective yeah. than you think. What you it would don't work. see is in the room. There is also a big giant painting. <laughs> like, you just don't see that. Yeah. It's just off it's screen. It's behind a curtain. Yeah. The picture of Christian Grey. Yeah. <laughs> uh, speaking of Christian Grey, what's up, fandom? My name is Josh. My name is Connor. All right. <laughs> My name is Kim. James. I'm Emmett. There we go. <laughs> there you go. We got um, Emmett here. Yeah, uh, Emmett's joining us. Hello, Emmett. How are you? I'm good. I'm... Uh, having a good time happy to be here awesome and uh you're here because um you're gonna be one half of a duo that enjoys the movie of the lighthouse yes yeah this is gonna be an interesting talk get the the good out of the way first quite Uh, quite quite frankly i i went into this assuming that josh wasn't gonna be too enthralled with this movie but you kim Really? You're surprised by I, I don't know. I, I, I expected I expected more. I get it. I'm oh, a film wow. student. I'm a film student. I get it. Um th- yeah. I have the training. I understand how films should be made. From a technical standpoint, I get it. I like an artsy film just as much as the next person. But it didn't have to be as long as it was to tell the story it needed to tell. There was a point when it just became gratuitous and I had to sit and watch both Robert Pattison and Willem Dafoe masturbate. <laughs> and I am uncomfortable and I wish I didn't have to. Okay, fair. It was weird. Why was it drippy? Why? Like there was just so many things like to get the idea across, you could have easily without making it just so much grosser than it needed to be mm. i i at that point it just felt like why okay why so today everybody we're going to be talking about the 2019 a24 film the lighthouse riddle yeah so um <laughs> everybody's favorite part of the show <laughs> Two lighthouse keepers try to maintain their sanity while living on a remote and mysterious New England island in the 1890s. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. That, that, uh, that is a watered-down version of what we, what we got. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Wikipedia... Yeah. Wikipedia says Willem Dafoe and Robert Pattinson star as 19th century wikis brackets lighthouse keepers embroiled in psychological turmoil after being marooned at a remote new england outpost by a destructive storm which yeah yeah i feel like accurate yeah yeah. 
There is a very long one on IMDb. Of course there is. There's a that, really long one on Wiki, this, too. That someone, I feel, was trying to be more than what they were. And I don't want to read it because I already hate the way that they do it. it the first, the fir not even first sentences, as the wavering cry of the foghorn fills the air. It's like, nope, done. I went to school I, I with this kid. I don't, want to, I don't want to be here for this. I am, I'm out. I quit. Keep so, <laughs> <Okay>, by Josh. <laughs> um, okay. He uses he uses the term uh, taciturn in mm. here. Um, idiosyncrasies are in here as well, which is um, a word that I am never a hundred percent sure of its meaning. At any given theory. moment, no. yeah, eerie uh, is one way to call it. Yeah, creepy is another. It is. Yeah. Yeah, I would, I would say it, it, it tries to be that. Uh, See, I like to view this movie as a hilarious rom-com between Willem Dafoe and Robert Pattinson. Yeah. I'm kidding. That was, that's not true. I, I was going to be like, I can <laughs> But it could be. I, you could. Yeah. But also like. It's like. That's like such a sad relationship then. You're yeah. right. <laughs> so that's sad. The, that's just the relationship yeah. with Willem Dafoe and Robert Pattinson. That's true. The Which way is also possible. Had to be. Yeah. <laughs> the only way it could have been. Yeah. So this movie is, uh, it's it's there. Um, it's a it's a really good bit of acting from both Robert Pattinson and Willem Dafoe. Yeah. They both have really good monologues throughout this film that are very top-notch. There's one, a really long one that Willem Dafoe does that's just a single shot that yep. I'm just like, yeah. that goes on for like three minutes. The, and I'm the, just sitting there and I'm like, good Lord, bro, you killed that. Yeah. The good old wiki's curse. Mm -hmm. It's like, it was good. I was like, man. Um, but other than that, I did not enjoy this. No. I, I That's yeah. fair. I didn't know. I was going on. I I agree with Kim that that movie could have been a whole forty five minutes, and it would have been really really. I don't know, forty five minutes, twenty minutes would have been fine because it was originally a short story by Edgar Allan Poe that he never finished. It should right. have stayed just unfinished. Well, that's that was one uh, source of inspiration out of many. Yeah, well, it, the it's from the same title, I know for sure, and they definitely had. Um, because I went looking, I was like, how did this movie get made? I really want to know. Because yeah. um, it was, it does have a very interesting history. Like the actual um, story behind that is, I find very interesting. Because um, it almost didn't get made until finally it was given enough budget, which was $11 million to make this film. Well, they had to build a lighthouse. They had to build a lighthouse. <laughs> it did feels they like they built build everything the on that island. I, yep. I, interesting yeah like it was it was built like it's a truly built set i don't know if it's still there well they had to assemble and uh disassemble deassemble disassemble disassemble uh they had to uh yes assemble and disassemble it uh, repeatedly to get different specific shots that were necessary for different scenes so it was quite a lot of work yeah which yeah like there's there's props in that as a, as like a tech as a person who works behind the scenes like that's impressive like there's a lot of great 
um, cinematography in this. The lighting is very well done. The actual performances themselves, like it, it, it has the merit of a great technically made film. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. It's. I just wish that the story they were trying to tell matched the effort put into it. Hmm. Exactly. Yeah, I one hundred percent agree with that. Um, like, yeah, like a lot of this movie is really good. Like, it's shot really well. I think the acting is incredible. Um, the set was really good. Like, it felt like a old, worn down like shed that they were living in the entire time. Um, it 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 all feels really good and really weir- real. When Robert Pattinson kills that seagull, I thought Robert <gasps> Pattinson killed a seagull. <laughs> yeah, like, it's very, I was just like Robert. He just murdered a bird, right? We all saw that. We just Burger. saw this guy murder this bird. Um, it goes on for a while too. Yeah, he takes it out on bird. Um, or bird. Yeah, so it's it's rough, but yeah, like. I like what they were doing with the story parts where it's like, oh, hey, is is uh, Robert Pattinson actually crazy or is Willem Dafoe actually a crazy man trying to, you know, do all this? It's it's very you don't really know, but it just went on for way too long. And I was getting to the point where I was like. I want to I want to take a nap. That's where I was kind of getting. I was getting kind of tired. I had to take a break. We, we finish it in one sitting. Uh, there, there are like the theories between the two characters are there's there's a handful of them. So there's one theory that uh, Willem Dafoe's character is, I believe, like there's a theory that he is, is Triton. Interesting. Um, so most of these series I've I've heard from Emmett. So Emmett, feel free to correct me. Yeah, um, part of me is like, oh man, I didn't know I was in for like having to, I don't know, defend this film defend, in one way or another. Yeah. It's um, a healthy debate. Like I'm willing yeah. to hear. Yeah, from your I, would, side I mean, like, like, yeah, like, I wasn't ready for a debate Stickler. specifically. Yeah. <laughs> um, you thought everyone yeah, was um, going to love it? Tell us why we should we, like this movie. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, like I'm not ready to, for this. Give me the artsy fartsy like <laughs> analysis. I could for see. context. Almost everyone in our friend circle loves this movie to bits. Really? Yeah, this is my number one favorite movie of all time, and no. I've watched many, many films. Um, okay. Which is why I think Connor asked me specifically. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, but. Yeah, um, to go back to what Connor was just saying, um, yes, uh, there's quite a lot of allusion to Greek myth specifically in the film, which not, I'm sure uh, there's elements of that that can be picked up on. Uh, uh, but uh, yeah, that, um, uh, yes, that Willem Dafoe is actually like essentially this kind of mythical figure uh, in and of itself and uh the last shot at the end of robert pattinson uh getting his liver eaten by a bird um like that's uh again i think in reference to the myth of prometheus uh the one who stole the fire and brought it to the humans um which i think that imagery is i don't know pretty evident in that like he's one complete longing for the light the entire time and then when he finally gets it uh, he is then punished um 
Well, there is also a, a bit that Willem Dafoe does. He does say uh, Promethean ideals, and it's yeah. like, ah, that makes that makes sense. Yeah. Um, so, so it's yeah, like I, it's, I was it's, I was getting that I was getting that vibe too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the other the other theory, um, or I don't know, the thing that I think I like the most, or the way that I like to read it, is that it is. Uh... Actually, I don't know if that's true. Before I even say it, like. <laughs> I think that there's two ways to look at the movie. And one is that there is something supernatural going on. And two is that there is nothing supernatural going on. Um, and you can read the movie from either or in one reading. It's just these two men are going absolutely nuts and uh, suffering from all sorts of uh, things on this island that they have done to themselves. Or that there is some sort of supernatural force exerting itself upon them. and. Uh, um, that is either corrupting the both of them or was already within one or both of them. Uh, like, I remember, and of course there's every other theory, like, you know, like a, yeah. whether it's purgatory or, you know, that sort of a thing. But yeah. I like those three specifically. So I remember having, or like wondering if like Willem Dafoe's character is basically like, uh, if Willem Dafoe's character is just a past version of Pattinson's character, and oh, I haven't heard this, that before. This movie is like kind of like the breaking of the of the cycle of like these two men just super overseeding each other and going nuts, and then yeah, one, one essentially becoming the other and becoming the yeah. other for you know a timeless existence in this hell. Yeah. Um, that's an interesting theory too. I hadn't necessarily uh, heard that one before, but that's cool. I mean, that makes um, sense because, like, when when Robert Pattinson does fall, you do hear a crunch when he like lands with his legs. So it's like, oh, maybe that was the whole. It's just re the cycle mm -hmm. repeating itself. Yeah, because I was kind of getting the same thing too. I was kind of like, is this like they're both Thomases? Like, is this like a yeah. whole the little whole like confusion with the names? Yeah, yeah. Um, that's cool. Yeah. I'll think about that more. <laughs> yeah. Uh, fair enough. Um, nice. Oh, well, I think one of the other things that this movie, uh, you know, I think can and will be read as is for its, I don't know, different potential like allegorical uh, or metaphorical meanings that it could have. Like I've seen different people compare it to like, um, one being just like uh, the feeling of a struggle with mental illness and a struggle with uh, uh, substance abuse, as well as uh, extrapolating it towards like being a comment on like class and capitalism and um, uh, on being like this uh, way that workers are exploited until they're ground to dust, essentially. So uh, I think that there's also a lot of different ways that this movie yeah. can potentially mean um like i think it has a very specific meaning to the filmmakers and to the actors and the people who are involved in its creation but like it's the kind of film where you can i don't know interpret it like in whatever way you want and find some i don't know some profundity or validity in that um yeah it does that however this film manifests itself uh for you like however you find meaning in it yeah it definitely does have like very vague things to say on like masculinity and sexuality that like 
there are a lot of things about this movie that I have never really been able to decode um, and really try to figure out what they're saying. And so, like, I understand why if those things are not obvious things, then things like both of these characters just masturbating on screen would be uncomfortable uh, if those things are not then, like, clearly justified. Um, but yeah, I think I kind of approach this movie of like, I already like it. So I assume it has a justification, which is my own thing. Um, but I also know it's not everyone's cup of tea. <laughs> well, like one of the things that I, wrong oh, with that. sorry, no, I'm just, uh, reading, like, it, there's nothing wrong with liking a film it's just not for everybody like connor said yeah. it. there's oh, yeah. films that are that people like there's films that people don't like but then those people films that people don't like some people really do like it just yeah. depends yeah. on the person that's watching it, it no, and even connor and i have some very for... different tastes in films like uh <laughs> i won't even get touched i'm thinking of ending things <laughs> oh true yeah, yeah. The, the ghibli debate yeah ghibli well i'm not i'm not anti-ghibli but it's not your I'm favorite just... I'm just much less enthusiastic about it as many of my friends. That's a whole can of worms. Um, sure that I'm is. not going to touch with a 10 foot pole. No. Um, See, that, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I've seen every single Studio Ghibli movie. So <laughs> I know. I've watched um, the YouTube yeah. video about it. Yeah. I'm not against watching Studio Ghibli movies. We I've watched I've watched yeah. one one or two of them for the podcast. Uh, mm. I just don't have my own like internal drive to watch more of them. For one, whatever reason or another, um, yeah. Uh, I had I had a theory about this movie that basically, like, sort of the way that a lot of the imagery is is the the actual structure of the like house to the corridor to the lighthouse. I've always viewed as sort of like a visualization of the plot of the movie um in the sense that it starts out very like sort of domestic and it's about like settling in starting to get to work establishing this sort of casual relationship between the two characters uh and then it moves from that to just kind of the long grind and suffering which is kind of that long corridor um of uh Thomas just being absolutely miserable. Uh, and then the lighthouse is kind of the more fantastical part of the movie um, and kind of what the what everything has been leading up to. Like the, the lighthouse has kind of been a focal point, but you feel like you're approaching what the lighthouse has been about um, until the end where you actually kind of like maybe see what's happening there and even then it's not really clear no and I, th I think that's where the the film does suffer a bit whereas it's it is not clear in its message hmm. about what it is like that's why there's so many interpretations and for some people people like like the fact that there's no interpretation that's yeah i would say that solid. personally yeah and that's that's the part of the the enjoyment of it is not knowing what it is or it's up to interpretation uh, for a lot of people but i feel 
that in a film where so many weird things were happening, an explanation of any sort would benefit the story um, to have something for at least your general audience, people who, you know, want, want to be into these kinds of films and should like them can grasp onto something that's a little more in your face about it and then you can have the underlying story like where where's the the meaning behind it bring prometheus the the greek um, mythology into that like that's for your you know your film junkies you know Mm. the people who are in it for the art there's just really interesting actually um like i do personally very much disagree in that i think the abstraction of it and uh yeah, like the fact that, you know, it's so up to interpretation is one of my favorite things about it. But I'm also thinking of it kind of like sort of what you're saying in terms of like Robert Eggers' whole filmography of the three movies that he's made so far being The Witch, The Lighthouse, and then The Northman. And kind of how it actually is on this progression of like less accessible to more accessible as each one of these movies has been made um because the witch is very much is a very like hard to decipher film in its language more so than uh the lighthouse is i would say Mm. and uh it's maybe not as like visually abstract as the lighthouse but it's a lot more dour and a lot more uh um i don't know it's a lot more brutal in uh it's like constant um, s- sort of dread that's happening. Whereas the lighthouse, despite like, yes, that it is this um, very dark and uh, uh, abstract movie. I would say that it's still more accessible because it, like I can see where Robert Eggers was uh, making this movie with a lot more of even a sense of humor or a lot more of a, uh, like Willem Dafoe is just farting all the time. And it's funny every time. That is <laughs> okay. True. Sure. Okay. Sure. Well, like, it just—it just. It just, uh, just found it weird. It, okay. There's a lot. I don't know. It's just that yes, there's a lot more uh, levity in this movie, mixed in with the uh, heavier That's moments. That's true. They approach and, it almost like they get so close yeah. to it being a comedy without it being a a full comedy. Yeah, and like whereas the Northman, I wouldn't say is a comedy by any means. Um, but it's definitely Robert Eggers' like most like popcorn movie. Like it's definitely like a way more straightforward story that is uh, you can definitely follow what is going on. Uh, and like there are some abstract moments here and there. Uh, but for the most part, you always know what's happening. Um, and uh, I definitely went into going to see The Northman kind of hoping for a bit more of an abstract experience like with The Lighthouse. And I uh, <laughs> was a little disappointed I didn't get that. Um, uh, but yeah, I don't know. Like I can see that like this movie even so is like a step more accessible than the film that he had made previously. Um, I don't know about yeah. that. I found, I found it easier to interpret The Witch. Maybe it's just because The, the Witch like has to do with with subject matter that like is already very much kind of in my head uh Mm. with like sort of the religious imagery and that whole dialogue and yes 
that whole stuff I've found easier to approach. Whereas the lighthouse is such, there's so such a more like cosmic, like weirdness to it that it's, it almost kind of forces you to be like, to just kind of disconnect yourself from, from the story and just observe it rather than engage with it. Fair. I don't know if that makes sense. I've never seen The Witch, so I can't, I can't uh, be involved in that. Um, but I do know more about like religion and Wiccans and like that whole spectrum. So I do believe that if I did ever watch it, probably I would have the same experience. Um, and The Northman, I have not seen yet. It's on I'm a the bad list. moviegoer. I know we have to watch For that. I know yeah. we have to watch that. So it'll be great. I'm excited. The Northman is still that. very good. I still liked it a lot. I hear um, good things. Yeah, it's probably my least favorite Robert Eggers movie, but I still liked it a lot. So, yeah. yeah. Um, um, Josh, you've been real quiet. I I told you my like I'm I'm not so I, much I, else I, to I, say. I've I've said uh pre when we did the Green Knight episodes, I am not yeah. a fan of ambiguous endings. I mm. like things to wrap up, or if they wrap up give me something or if they, if they're not going to wrap up maybe give me something a little bit more um sure. and don't make it to where it could be one of cuz we've heard like 17 different theories about what this sure. movie is i'm not a fan of that i <laughs> i think Fair. i'm just like just tell a story just tell the story that you want to tell like just, just make the story this right. don't make the story this but also i kind of want to sprinkle in some of this and some of this and some of this but like just no just make story make make story what's, what's is, the point is, i i'm just kind of like just what's make, the point i that's yes fair. exactly so to me i'm that's why i'm like that's why connor when i was like hey if you want to bring somebody on totally bring somebody on because i'm going to be nothing in this episode because <laughs> i i was i was looking at it and i was like from the stuff that i have read and um from a couple of the people that have seen this movie i was like oh, this will be a film this is going to mm. be gonna be one of those other films yeah. Um, like yeah. I didn't know that it was supposed to be like a horror film, which I sure. guess this was ish. Kind of. Kind of. And like I didn't know it was supposed to be supernatural. I didn't really know. I would just was like, oh yeah, it's just William Defoe and you know Robert Pattinson jacking off. And I was like, all right, sure, why not? Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, like I love slice of life. I'm glad that was anime. enough. This to is so you, great. You know? <laughs> Everyone I mean, likes this. That's the thing. Um, uh, like I don't know. Maybe it's just me and my own weirdness i almost said a bad word and caught myself um <laughs> maybe it's just me and my own weirdness but like part of me like is like i don't know i'm feel more enticed by going to watch a fever dream because i don't know i feel like i've already seen so many things that are all wrapped up so neatly and tightly um that it's uh, i don't know more appealing to me to uh mm. i don't know be given a puzzle and uh to uh have some uh something that'll take me a, a lot of time to sit with and to uh to play with you know to figure out um but i also understand yes definitely not for everyone yeah. and uh, nothing I wrong actually, or bad about that yeah i felt uh josh the way that you felt about this movie i felt that about uh another obscure horror movie uh the suspiria remake 
I thought um, you were going to say, uh, I'm thinking of ending things. <laughs> no, I have very specific feelings about that movie that are not this. Uh, with Suspiria, though, it's a similar thing. Of It's much more of an experience than it is like a tightly constructed story. Um, and again, like amazing acting and like really cool filmmaking and things, but it you get to the end and you're not entirely clear on what was happening. Um, I was I watched it with Alicia and she absolutely loved the movie. And I was just sitting there like, I, I, I don't know really how to feel. So I, I empathize with uh, your experience. Um, I think there are just certain like aesthetic things about this movie in particular that I think both Emmett and I really latched, have latched on to. Yeah. Well, and there was one other thing I wanted to interject about before I, this thought just totally left me as to uh, how this movie operates as a horror movie. Um, see, I think uh, there's definitely a, 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 a different approach to horror that I think this movie takes. Mm. Whereas like generally one associates um, a horror movie with just outright being um scary and that you're going to see like i don't know some horrible violence or some uh and you do see that in this movie at points or you're but you're going to be like jumping in your seats you're going to be um that's a thriller uh, living in suspense yeah um, there's, there's a difference yeah between horror well, like, and I'm, thriller. like i'm thinking like like a slasher movie or like uh something like that um whereas i think this uh or robert eggers in general when he approaches horror um, opts more for uh, uh, a horror of disorientation, whereas like you're not an, like, yeah, it's yeah more of it's, like an existential dread. Well, it's like and a horror of like not being able to comprehend the thing that you are seeing, and to be like so put off your uh, sense of what is normal and what is real. Um, I think this is also very true of Perfect Blue. If anybody has said that, um, like you don't know what the heck is going on, and because you're set left in that uncertainty and left not having any idea what the heck you're looking at <laughs> that in itself is sort of part of the horror of the movie is that um feeling of like everything is wrong and i have no idea what's happening <laughs> um so yeah. i think that's uh, kind of where the horror of that movie comes in is in its ambiguity and its uh, uncertainty we should watch perfect blue Perfect sure. Blue is very good. I love Big Perfect trigger Blue. warning on that movie, but it's very good. Okay. I love Perfect it's, Blue as well. It's a, it's a fantastic movie. I have I've never seen it. I think, uh, Neither yeah, have yeah. I. So. So, We're in the same uh, boat then. Lighthouse actually dethroned Perfect Blue as my favorite movie. <laughs> if you really? want, I'll, I'll get with my buddy Harold. So at the, uh, we have a little uh, theater here in Oklahoma. Um, uh, called the Tower Theater, and they would do a thing where they would have special like screenings and everything. He does uh, a thing now that's um, called After School Anime. It's on Mondays there, so he plays a bunch of like Toonami anime and stuff like that. Um, so he actually had one where he did Perfect Blue, and we have an artist friend who actually goes and makes brand new posters and everything. And if you want, I can see if he can print me off one of these and get it over to you. 
So it's just a little perfect blue that he made That's with all the so different cool. faces. Yeah, I'll see if I can. I'll see if he still has the file. If he can print one off, and yeah. I'll see if I send one to you. I would not say no. <laughs> <laughs> Me and Connor live in the same house. You know what I mean? It's the same address. <laughs> yeah, that and was that would all, be amazing. That's so cool. We also that that would fit very nicely on our walls. We already go. have so much. I'm somewhat of an art collector. I don't have anything up in my room at the moment because I've been super busy after we moved like a month and a half ago. <laughs> but um, soon enough, this whole this whole home will be its own little art gallery. So, and most of it's spooky too. So, yeah. So it'll that be fit right in. so instead of being a place where you live, it'll be home. Exactly. 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 It's terrible. Anyway, it's, it's terrible uh, so, but true. So, the magic so, of friendship. Please. So. Uh, Final. Oh, here we go. Here we go. I think I have a magic of friendship one. Nope, that was the wrong. That was the wrong. That was the wrong. One. That was the wrong one. If the magic of friendship That's... makes that sound, I don't want friends anymore. I don't that want friends wrong... anymore. No, that was the wrong one. That yeah. is the sound of friendship for some friends, unfortunately. Yeah. That That's is the sound true. of friendship ending. Mess, That's the sound there. of friendship for like jobs. I don't want to hang out anymore. Finally. Oh, I, what would have been what would have been really good if if we go back um, to to some Connor. So you could say that Connor's um, Xperia was not a good experience. Uh, 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 wrong one again. Wow, that's <laughs> the wrong one. You should really label. That's them. actually funnier. I need funnier. to label, these. I, to label these. I messed up. Dang it. There's that something really good. funny about doing the completely wrong uh soundboard hit yeah which i think proves my point about the disorienting thing mm. <laughs> nice now i'm sad well uh, everyone's uh it, it's time that we that we say goodbye to all our friends so kim did you write us uh do you have a bear in the big blue house <laughs> goodbye ready for us that we talked about last week no, I forgot. So That's the thing for... I have to do did now. We, I'm did we sorry. talk about that? Give me a minute. Yeah, yeah. We were gonna. That was yeah. it. Was briefly a thing. Um, <laughs> I have to produce and write a song for the end of every episode. Every episode just with the like bear in the big blue, blue house goodbye song. Oh, nice. I didn't know about this. It's like so neither long. did I. I forgot Farewell That's a thing. You are, yeah, be your friends. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. So. Our, our ranking system, so pass, stream, rent, or buy. Um, I can go first. Uh, mm. I did have to rent this because it's not streaming anywhere. So yeah. I did have to yeah. rent this. Um, it was not my cup of tea. Um, I don't discourage anybody from watching this. Um, like I said, if you just want to watch two really good actors do really good actoring, then it's it's great like it's like to me i would say give it a stream if you can find it on stream um it's it's definitely i wish i would have streamed it um but i mean again if you want to see robert pattinson and willem dafoe be really really good that's what this is yeah um so yeah just for that it's a stream for me thanks uh i unsurprisingly am would buy it do we already have a copy of this in the house? I think Clayton does. Nice. Cool. I'm bye. 
We're gonna let Emma go last because we kind of we figured that one out. He's a pass. Uh, yeah. yeah, like screw <laughs> this movie. So terrible. Uh, no. Um. I, yeah. I I did have to rent this as well. Um. I paid ninety nine cents for this film. I paid three ninety nine mm. for this film. Really? Amazon. Yeah. I went to Amazon. And I was went like, to Amazon too. It was three net. Well, I did ninety nine cents. I did the HD version, so maybe that was. I should I have done not. SD. I did the basic because I was like yeah. just looking at it. I was like, okay, I'm going to go in this with a grain of salt and I'm going to go in with my artsy fartsy brain of a th- like a film and theater major. Mm. I'm going to go in and dissect it. And I, I, even with that, it was, it was not for a me. A bit much. It was a bit much. It was, I found it, like I said, if it had been shorter, if it had just been a, like shorter. I think the story that they could have told would have just made the fact of unknowing because we have so little time would have been a satisfying ending. If we have with the amount of time we had, I felt like we should have had more ending, more explanation for the hour and a half that we had to sit through it. Fair enough. That's, that's my biggest thing. Like everything else I'm fine with. I just wish it hadn't been as long. So because of that, I probably will not be renting this again, and I'm probably going to pass. Fair enough. That's fair. If it would have had, now tell me, Kim, would it have been a stream if it had one more sequel death? Yeah, probably. See, yeah, yeah, I wanted to see one Two more seagulls. violent seagull death. Two seagulls. Yeah. yeah, that would have had me. Yeah. Willem so, Dafoe this time. Yeah, I killed two birds with one stone. Well, technically. <laughs> Kill two birds with one Dafoe. Well, yeah, there you go. I kill two birds on one stone because yeah. yeah, kill two birds on that one rock. Yeah, the one, the, the, the one thing. that counts. That counts, yeah. right? That's a thing. Yeah, Emmett, what about you? Well, I think I've seen this movie like a total of like four or five times now. Um, the very first time that I ever saw it uh, in in the was in a movie theater, and I think it was the most profound experience I've ever had in a movie theater ever before. Specifically, when we got when they got to the uh, "Why'd you spill your beans?" moment, I was like, uh, it, "It just hit me in a very specific way that I, I had never talking, experienced." Yes, I remember you talking about when they got to the one frame mm-hmm. of like Willem Dafoe grabs Pattinson's arm and does the yes. laser, the, the laser eye. thing. The laser I have thing. A, I think the background on my laptop is actually uh, the it's painting the that that shot was inspired by. Hypnosis? Yes. Yeah, uh, that's the one. By Sasha Schneider, I believe. But yeah. yes, um, in any case, this is uh, a movie that I think means a lot to me. And uh, I think it's uh, probably going to remain my favorite movie for quite a while. It'll be hard to dethrone. So mm-hmm. yes, I would uh, buy this movie many times if I needed to. <laughs> I don't think I ever have though, other than uh, uh, when I paid for movie tickets. Yeah. Um, otherwise, I have a buddy who's got a, a little Plex server that I watch it on. So, with that, wow, this movie really ran the whole gambit. Yeah, it got of our rating system. It got everything <laughs> except rent. It was rented, but did not get the rent. Not the rent. It was not worth the rent. I'm sorry. Um. Yeah, uh, I speaking of favorite movies, um, my uh, favorite movie they just released a game about, so I'm oh. gonna hopefully be playing some Starship Troopers. Oh. <laughs> nice. 
The best movie ever made. It is the most complete movie. It has literally everything you could possibly want. It's got horror. It's got action. It's got romance. It's got drama. It has everything. It, it has, has starships Cas- and troopers. It has Casper Van Dien. It has Neil Patrick Harris. It has Jeremy Irons. It has everything. Mm. It that has is a, everything. It has Jake Busey. Uh, wow. Okay. Literally wow. everything. What else could you possibly There's want? There's nothing in the film? else to have in a movie. No, that's it. <laughs> if you've got Busey, you win. That is, that <laughs> is every what film that's been made has... since is redundant. Yeah. Uh, Clancy Brown's in it, so you get a Mr. Krabs. Wow. So it's just a per it's overall a perfect movie. Um nice. but anyway. The Lighthouse uh, is very SpongeBob adjacent. That's the last thing I have to say about it. It, it kind of is. Yeah. <laughs> it takes place in Bikini Bottom underwater. Mm-hmm. Uh, if, if you have if a you moment, Google the the lighthouse, but it's SpongeBob or something like that, and you'll find a plethora of very good no, content. Really? That sounds, that sounds the worst. <laughs> it's very good. Oh no. <laughs> Oh, uh, what's next week? You tell uh, me. Ne- let's. Check I still haven't the gotten list that list of yet. Twenty-four movies. Oh yeah. Josh, Where's that you, list, Josh? You wrote a list. You get. You said you'd send us a list, and you didn't. Eighth grade Where's... is next week, everybody. Eighth grade. Eighth grade. Bo Burnham yeah. movie. Okay. Bo Burnham, eighth grade. Um, nice. Bo Burnham, damn near killed him. Uh, <laughs> To uh yeah to continue uh aug twenty August twenty eight uh, August twenty four August twenty four can we call it August twenty four sure August how about a twenty four August that no. doesn't sound as fun really because I feel like that just rolls off the tongue a twenty four what you guys are trying to say a twenty four August I like a twenty four August okay that one's That's good if yeah, anybody's we'll good that. at making bad words sound like a thing that they could possibly be it's me. love it the tracks um all right so for our next a24 guest episode we're going to be talking about eighth grade the bo burnham film from 20 was it something 2019 19 that's my guess i could be wrong it was before it was before 2020 it might have been 2018 2018 2018 the a24 2018 film um all right uh where can everybody find you Oh, uh, you can find me on uh, Instagram at uh, Emmett Hanley, E-M-M-E-T-T-H-N-L-Y. You can also follow the band that I'm in, which is also the band that Connor is in, at Gilbrody the Band on Instagram or Facebook. Uh, That's that's a me. Or uh, if you're really dying to, you can come and see a haunted tour of Gastown with uh, Forbidden Vancouver. I don't really know if I need to plug that job specifically, but uh, it's fun. You can get spooked in Vancouver. And you might get me as a guest if you come on the right night. As your host, I mean. So you could get spooked in the Couve? You could get spooked in the Couve. I do it to other people a few nights a week. And sometimes when he's not even at work. Just like pop pop around the corner. Just as a hobby. (laughs) There's a reason they call our house Vamp Manor. Mm -hmm. We're all vampires in here, so... Connor and love vamping. You mm-hmm. are pale enough for that, Connor. That tracks. Yeah. yeah. I'm actually, I would say, the the least vamp- the least vampiric out of all of us, but yeah. It's a good yeah. bit. It's true. You like yeah. to eat garlic bread because you think it's spicy. I don't think it's spicy. <laughs> I just like it. It's spicy. It, it helps it's, him. <laughs> it's like it's spicy. 
<laughs> it helps him live. That's how he can feel alive. Burning going down. That's how he knows he's alive. Uh, what about uh, yeah. you, Kev? Uh, you can find me on TikTok at RyuWriter, R-Y-U-U Writer. Um, it is a picture of a dog. I have medium content, and you can see me on Tuesday evenings, most Tuesday evenings, streaming with Connor on the Tall Lanky stream and on YouTube, as well as the Tall Lanky Guy YouTube. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Connor Thiessen. You can also find me on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok as TallLankyGuy96. And then I'm on YouTube and Twitch as TallLankyGuy. Awesome. And you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Josh L. Kane. Find the podcast on Instagram at What's Up Fandom on Twitter at What's Up Fandom PC for podcasts. All of our episodes available where, Connor? Anywhere that you find podcasts, really. Yep. <laughs> that's, that's it. Yeah. And yeah. YouTube and Audible for some reason. I don't yeah. know. If you, I don't, it's, it's weird. Like, we have like our third highest sounds are from Audible. And I'm like, really? I, really? In my mind, I was like, all right, cool. Audible. Yeah. Yeah. Check That's it out. That's the place to go. Thanks, uh, Jeff. Because when I Good think when I think podcasts, I automatically go Audible. One hundred percent. And on our website, animationstationpodcast.com. Thanks to one out of ten for the intro and outro. Check them out. They're touring in beautiful Glendale, California. That's where DreamWorks is out. Oh. Um, and Disney. Disney's there too. That's where they do their animation. They're literally on the same road, just like here's Disney, and then like dreamworks is like here like they're nice. like you could throw a rock and hit the other one i bet I'm they sure do some people they do. probably do yeah it's like i hate you disney no i hate you dreamworks well, what's, what's funny is, what's your uh, name you just go across the street because they're they're constantly <laughs> rotating out different yeah. people like they'll work at yeah. disney for a bit and then they'll go over to dreamworks but it's not yeah. that far of a drive so it's, it's, like, it's a real oh, two darn. houses in verona sort of exactly. situation yeah. yeah it's like it's like, where are you working this week? I'm going across the street. And you're like, ah, darn. Oh, dang. Um, uh, but yeah, so check them out. They're touring. And uh, yeah, uh, on Spotify, that's one out of 10. Um, all right. So thanks, everybody, for coming on and chatting. Thanks, Emmett, for coming on and uh, carrying this podcast. <laughs> thanks for having me. <laughs> Resi residuals will be in the mail. They won't. I'll take them. Oh, they're getting paid. It'll be an empty envelope. It'll be an empty envelope. Yeah, it's gonna cost Jimmy me more than an empty envelope. You guys getting paid? <laughs> God damn that gender Wait, gap. I can explain. <laughs> What's gonna be really bad is it's gonna cost me like two dollars to just send an indie in in Screw it, I'm done. Hmm. All right, so for once I'm Josh. <laughs> I'm Kim. I'm Connor. Bye, man. Bye, everybody. <laughs> Bye. Later, skaters. <laughs>